0: This is Jewish Board Talk with Cherie Zifford, only on 101.9 High FM.
1: Earlier this week, Holocaust survivor Veronica Phillips passed away. In the latter part of her life, she did so much to further Holocaust commemoration and education in South Africa. The Jewish Board of Deputies paid tribute to her, saying she was an invaluable source of support and guidance, and we pledge to ensure that her story, as well as those of the Philip victims, is never forgotten. Tali Nates, the director of the Johannesburg and Holocaust Genocide Center, was extremely close to Veronica Phillips. And she joins me now to maybe share some of those memories. Um, Tali, welcome and thank you so much for joining, for joining me. It's always lovely to have you on my show.
0: Thank you, Cherise. And it is uh, really a great honor to to join you today because... I'm absolutely heartbroken, and in, in, uh, the loss of Veronica Phillips uh, is so devastating that I am grateful to you that I can pay tribute um, to her memory today.
1: Veronica didn't speak about her experiences till much later in life. What was the catalyst for her to talk?
0: So Veronica came to South Africa late, uh, only in the mid-1970s. She basically followed her family. Family was... Everything for her. So when she escaped from Budapest in 1956, first to England and then followed her family, her brother uh, to South Africa, she concentrated on life. She concentrated on family. She herself could not have children. She had eight miscarriages. She told everyone about the pain uh, caused by not having children of her own. So family was everything to her. And I was fortunate that about 15 years ago, she included me in a way in her uh, definition of family. We were not blood-related, but we were related by love and related by by uh, kindness and, and, and passion. Uh, and she did not talk about her experiences until a bit around 10, 12, 13 years ago. She joins the Holocaust uh, survivors group that we started about, as I said, about 15 years ago. Um, myself, Tracy Farber, uh, many psychologists, the Kevra Kadisha, many others. She joined, and that allowed her to see herself also as a Holocaust survivor, openly, as part of the group. And then when we started to build the center, she really became passionate about becoming part of the survivors group. So I could see Cherise, the changes from someone that is not speaking about the past, to someone that is slowly opening to reflect about the painful past. And uh, she did give her her testimony to the Shoah Foundation. She did in the 1990s, but she did not speak to groups at all. She did not talk about her history, only to her family, but no one else. Through the Holocaust survivors, uh, uh, the sort of group that gave her the confidence hearing others talking about it, she started to speak about 10, 12 years ago. I must say that in the last 10 years, she was one of the most uh, passionate and impactful storyteller about her terrible, terrible ordeal in 1944 and 1945 and then after the war. Charlie, one of the
1: um, very prevalent memories I have of her was at the opening of the Holocaust and Genocide Centre. She is one of three speakers and she had a doll that she donated to the Holocaust Center. And I remember the the, the poignancy of that moment and it was almost like the audience gasped to collective gasp because that was a memory for her. And I wonder if you don't mind sharing that story.
0: Absolutely. Uh is, Veronica was so amazing, so loving, so intelligent, so wise, uh, funny, you know. She, she had so many qualities, but she was so emotional. She was so real, and she had few items, few objects or artifacts, if you want, that she kept dear to her heart. It was photographs of her grandmother and grandfather, of her father that was murdered in the Holocaust, of her mother. There were some items of her father that was murdered, like a cigarette box. But the most precious of items was her childhood doll, a plastic doll that she had as a child in Budapest. And um, her mother kept it in the ghetto in Budapest when Veronica and her father, Maya, Cats, they were, the family was cats, uh, were deported from the, uh, uh, from, um, Budapest. Mayor Katz was murdered by the Nazis. Veronica, of course, survived three concentration camps, including Ravensbrück and a death march, but managed to go back to Budapest and was reunited with the door. And in September 2015, when we announced that we are opening the building and there was a dedication ceremony for the building with about 350 people and the media and the TV and everyone. And Sharice, I remember you were there covering this event. Veronica dedicated the door for the future permanent exhibition of the center. And for our listeners, please, please come. Our center is open every day and see the door and see the story of Veronica Phillips, because that dedication ceremony, when she gave me the door, I will never forget it because I, I broke down. I actually cried on stage in front of 350 people, but that was Veronica. Veronica could make me cry at any time, any day. Um, and, and uh, we just had such a, a, an emotional connection um, and Hedor will be with us and his story will be with us uh, for, for, for
1: years to come. Tali, it's such a beautiful story. And, you know, sometimes an artifact can really tell a story in a way that you know, mo- just brings out so much emotion. Tali, you said she only later started telling her story. Did you notice a shift in her emotions when she started telling
0: that story? Yes, so she is not the only survivor that did not speak until late. I must uh, I, I must state that many of our survivors started to speak late. She is one of the last ones, but without mentioning names, there are few survivors in our group even now that were child survivors or baby survivors that did not speak until now. Even I do not know fully their story. I hope they will but she was one of those that spoke late. She passed away when she was 94 years old. Her birthday is, we we always celebrated it together. It's actually on Kristallnacht, the 9th of November, and we celebrated it uh, on the 9th of November, her 94th birthday at the Holocaust and Genocide Center that she saw as her second home in a way. You know, we were together in the coffee shop. So she started to speak, as I said, perhaps 12 years ago or so. And slowly but surely, she became more and more confident about telling the story. And she would say to us, she would say to me, thank you for allowing me to tell the story because I realize how important it is to tell the story not for only for me, yes, it is important for me to speak about my father, to speak about my family, to speak about my cousin that was murdered in front of his mother, you know, to speak about my family. But I need to do it for the young generation. I need to tell it to students. I need to tell it to teachers, and that's what she did. I need to tell it to the community. She spoke at the Yom HaShoah uh ceremony organized by by the South African Jewish Board of Deputies and her testimony was very impactful. She formed friendships. For example, she was a close friend with the German ambassador to South Africa, Dr. Martin Schaefer, and they formed such a bond and such a friendship I spoke to him today. He was there at the funeral yesterday. Both of us were crying. And I spoke to him um, today. We both did not sleep last night because the loss is so huge, because the friendship and the trust and the love was so unconditional and so true and so now and here forever.
1: Sally, that is so beautiful. I have goosebumps just listening to you. Um, We're going to end it there, but thank you so much for joining me. I know very quickly that you are hosting a tribute to her. Do you want to just give me the details?
0: Absolutely. We felt that we have to honor the life and the message of Veronica Phillips. Uh, We will record a full hour of tribute to Veronica Phillips with her niece, Janice Leibovitz, with uh, ambassadors, with teachers, with students, with, with friends. And that will be available on our YouTube channel of the Johannesburg Holocaust and Genocide Center from next week. So please keep your eyes open uh, and please come and pay tribute to Veronica while visiting our exhibition in the center.
1: Thank you very much, Tally Nates. That was absolutely beautiful. That was Tally Nates, the director of the Johannesburg and Holocaust Genocide Center, who was talking about the passing of Holocaust survivor Veronica Phillips.